Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast. I'm Armin, and I'm joined by a person that some call Honey Boo Boo, <laughs> others call Pookie, and I just say she's someone that has no compassion. In. It's Camille Pereira. How are you, Camille? Hello, I'm so well after that intro. <laughs> You truly have no compassion in it, though. I have no compassion in it. None whatsoever. You know what? I don't like where this is going because it seems like you're on the other side of the couch. I'm going to grab Andy's cards. Ah! <laughs> we'll get into What is it. Teresa going to do with those cards? Okay, we'll save it for later. I I'm mean, just so what else excited. could she do with them but try to throw them? What, what are cards going to do? Anyway. Do, might I remind paper you? Paper cuts? No. Might I remind you about the pillow tossing? <laughs> That's a pillow. These are tiny three by fives. Actually, they look bigger than that. Yeah, what well, I mean, but she, still, she's not try it's not that There's not no the, damage done is exactly, my point. Exactly, that's not the point. The point is the aggression. She just wants to throw something. Come on. I need to make a gif of Andy's reaction. You do. He's like, "What's happening?" Definitely do. We'll we'll talk about that in okay, more okay, okay. depth though. Of course, everyone, we are here to talk about part 1 of the <sighs> Ronge reunion. It was absolutely unbelievable. So much fire, so much intensity. And some people online are hating on it because they don't want the toxicity. I live for it. I live. I'm. That's what we want out of a that's reunion. That's what a reunion is supposed to be. You need a lot of like split screens. You need a lot of like stuff that doesn't make sense. You need a, an occasional throwing of something. A walk-off? A walk-off. Oh, my God. Yes, of course. A walk-off. This is sequins. Like, I don't want just jeans and a tee and, like, a casual reunion. Then let's not even bother. Speaking of sequins, what did you think of the fashion? I loved the fashions. I love the sequins theme. Who wore it best? So I was looking at who I thought I liked best, and I'm I'm going to say I'm going to give this one to Margaret, which is, like, very unusual for me, but I just, like, the dress is kind of cool and i feel like she looks great and i love her makeup and hair i feel like out of everyone she's the most like updated and like giving me something fresh um but i want to say this is like one of my favorite looks teresa's done because it's just so not usual for her like i don't think i've ever seen her in a high pony like this true you know like this true. is i'm i mean <laughs> If you can't tell, I have a soft spot in my heart for Teresa. So, um, don't we all? I'm giving it to her. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give them both. And who wore it worst? Do people say that? By the way, I think you can say that. Yeah. Who had the worst uh, outfit? I think everyone surprisingly looks really nice. You know, I don't know no, fashion really, that well. You really don't. Although I love Project Runway. Right, you do. As you know, I think everyone but, looks really good. Yeah, you nobody know? stood out to me as no. looking strange. And if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna like nitpick it'd probably be just like a weird hairdo or like a bangle like i don't like jackie's bangles like i think they're just kind of strange i was about to say that was the one thing that stood out to me yeah, was jackie's it, hair oh, do you know what a bangle is no i don't clearly <laughs> a bangle is a bracelet oh <laughs> no but her hair with the uh no no that i like you like that that okay. was fine that's a that's a trend you really oh it is see no i don't idea. know what's trendy the bangles just to me they kind of look like a like a watch or like a Fitbit or you know those like Livestrong bracelets. It kind of looks like that. Um, and then Jennifer's hair. I don't love the like like the bump it she put in, but you know I think she looks great. I think they all look really good. So good job, ladies. Great job, Ronge and good cast. job, like Ronge producers for being like we're doing a sequence theme. It's gonna be like neutrals against black. Yeah, they plan it out, don't they? Mm -hmm. And they have to. Right. 
They have to be like, send me pictures of all your options. That's they, what I must. They used to not, though. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the first reunion of yeah, OC? That's what I'm saying. Like, we're just now watching the Roni season three mm-hmm. reunion for Patreon. And there doesn't really seem to be a theme going on. No. I wonder also if it's like maybe the ladies come to come up with a theme or that something like that. Like, By the way, they, they're dressed well for the oh, Roni reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dressed nice, but, but there's they're no not, yeah. like sequence theme or color coordination. My favorite fashions from a, from an like early on reality or reunion special is from the the season 1 Atlanta reunion where, they, where like Kim came in like a vest and Nini <laughs> I swear is wearing like jeans. <laughs> it's like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It was a different time, you know? It was a different time for damn sure. Like if we use sports as an analogy, no. Nope. Like, Nope, gotta go. This hey, is, there's no place. For don't the housewives love to call fight. reunions the Super Bowl of their season? No, it's Teresa's courtroom. Right, <laughs> true, good point. And she's the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> but it's like watching basketball or football from a different era. Like the rules are just a little bit different. Tell you. The outfits are different. Sure. Have you ever watched some '80s basketball? They're wearing the short Who shorts. Who are you asking? I've not watched sports. Ever in my life, <laughs> except for Drag Race. And that fashion is a different world. There you go. Anyway. Anyway, back <laughs> to the Ronge reunion. Let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Oh, wait. Before we start, which couch do you want to be on? This is a tough one because I hate going against Teresa. Mm-hmm. But I think I would be on Margaret, Melissa, and Jackie's couch. But honestly... I would just be right there with Andy, right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, that's kind of where I would want to be. <laughs> because it depends on the battle of the mm-hmm. season. Like, I agreed with Teresa in regards to how it was wrong of Jackie mm-hmm. to bring up Joe being in prison. Like, that was just inappropriate. Right. And clearly meant to be hurtful. Uh, but if we're talking about Daniel Staub, then I'm clearly on Margaret's right. side. So it just depends on the battle because there were so many little battles throughout the season. That's true. That's true. I get you. I feel you. Yeah. How about you? I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I don't really know who to be on. Let's form a third couch. You, me, and yes, Andy. Yeah. We're in the middle. I'm on the cocktail three, three, table. Three. I'm on that, whatever that is. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just, I feel like this is such, and we'll get into it, but I feel like this is just such a a mixed bag of, of drama and yep. like everyone has a moment where they're wrong and everyone has a moment where they're right. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's obviously some MVPs of this reunion already forming. So. And honestly, that's just a great formula uh, for a great Housewife season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When it's not just one dumb drama and... With clear-cut know, sides. Yeah, exactly. I like that it's kind of melding into one another, but it does seem like there are definite allegiances formed um yeah and i think some fans have strong allegiances yeah. and they're like i'm team jackie i'm team Teresa." but for me i'm team drama hell yes and they brought it and there isn't like the ugliness of last season of roni yeah where it, it really did become a thing where you had to be team bethany or team carol right in exactly. this case i feel like you don't have to be it's like you well i saw with jackie here i saw with Teresa here you really don't have to be and like i for example i'm like and i'm sure we've talked about this and then we can move on but uh, um I'm like definitely kind of on Margaret's side for a lot of this 
horrifying drama, especially with Danielle. <laughs> um, but I'm also very much like pretty strongly loyal to Teresa. So I feel I feel like this is kind of a fun ping pong match to watch and to be like, oh, I'm on this side. No, I'm on this side. No, I'm on this side. You know. I mean, she's the last OG left in New Jersey. Bloop. <laughs> so let's get into the reunion. Let's do it. Let's start with Andy kind of pushing Dolores to be honest about her feelings towards Melissa. We could just quickly go over this. Okay. Andy, you are messy. You are being so messy this reunion. I am living. When he says, just admit it, you hate her. That was, I was just like, I was almost like if I was, if I was at a dinner with friends and someone said that, I'd be like, Andy. Right, right. Like exactly. that's kind of how I felt. I was like, are you? It was a gasp moment. Yeah. I was like, Andy, why are you talking about this? I was surprised Patterson Dolores didn't show up in that moment. Me too. I just feel like she had, she had every right to kind of jump down Andy's throat right there. He was like really trying to create something. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't like Melissa. Oh, yeah, she definitely doesn't. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. I think she said, oh, no, I'm cool with Melissa, but that's not true. She's too You loyal. wouldn't call her She's Little Miss loyal. Perfect. She's too loyal. Yeah, exactly. That She's too loyal. That hoe is loyal. And also her thoughts on Melissa and Joe going on vacation on the one-year anniversary right. of joe and Teresa's mother's death yeah like that clearly irked dolores yeah 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 because she's a family first kind of mm-hmm. new jersey woman yeah oh so good um so that happened and then we got into jennifer being a one-upper <laughs> do you think jennifer is a one-upper yeah a little bit yeah she is i don't think it's it's malicious i think she just that's the way she communicates but most one-uppers aren't malicious you know what I mean? Like people don't go sure. into one upping like I'm going to one up you. <laughs> it's just in their bones, and you can clearly see it's in Jennifer's bones. I kind of love though how she tried to justify it when she's like, "Oh my god, it's so good." It's not about whose dick is bigger. It's like you like big dicks. I got one too. <laughs> okay, in defense of Jennifer, I think that um, you know she is just trying to relate. And I think she's nervous. Like she, she says that she doesn't really have a lot of girlfriends. She right. doesn't go away very often. I'm sure she spends a lot of time with just her kids at home and her family probably. So she's just, I think she's just nervous. And that's what she, that's like her tactic. It's like, I'm trying to relate with you. So I'm going to bring it back to me. But what it really comes across as is like her being a one-upper, selfish, whatever. And kind of narcissistic. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm going to say I don't think she means it like to be that way. I don't think it's intentional in that way. Um, I think she really is just trying to relate. But Jennifer's or yeah, Jennifer's crazy. So I I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's how we diagnosed it early in the season. It was like she's the outsider of this group and she just wants to impress the cool girls. Yeah, she just wants to connect at some level and like. Her way of connecting is being like, oh, well, did you know this about me? I feel like she really is like kind of sort of confined to her house a lot. So yeah. that's why she talks about it so much. I mean, when you have four five kids, kids, five kids, five kids, and her husband works as much as he does. Yeah. And if he's not working, he's hanging out with his buddies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she has a lot to do around the house. She does. So I understand it. Um, I feel like the appropriate analogy would be like she's the new girl at school. Right, exactly. And she's trying to make she's friends. She's trying, but she's maybe a little, like, yeah. missing it a little bit. And the difference between her and Jackie um, is that Jackie immediately 
got close with Melissa. Yeah. So she didn't have that same problem. Mm-mm. But Jennifer eventually obviously got close with Teresa. Yeah, right, right. Let's talk about Jackie and Teresa, though. But before we get into that <sighs> iconic clash, and I think it's already an iconic clash. It I think it's 1, an all-time. thousand percent is. I really do. Let's talk about Andy stirring the pot once again. He was really on He's one. So Andy messy. was on one He's in this episode. real messy. He uh, brings up a fan comment that stated, Jackie is the Carrie Bradshaw of the group because she's a writer. So you could kind of see those natural parallels. And uh, Andy asks Jackie if she thinks she's the Carrie of the group. And of course, listeners, you know, we're, we're talking about Sex and the City, <laughs> another iconic show. And it's funny because Jackie responds saying she thinks she's maybe more of a Miranda because she was also a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then she says, if there's a leader of the group, it's definitely Melissa. Oof. And she's got stylish clothes, so she's the Carrie. Teresa is visibly upset As that she's not Carrie. she should I mean, she, be. She's taken aback. I was taken aback. I gasped. I spit out my drink. And here's I what I love. I took a sip of a drink just so I could spit it out. I saw you do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, in that moment, um, Jackie truly displayed that um, she has no compassionate. <laughs> Sorry, Teresa. We love you here. But uh, Andy... <laughs> He knows exactly who would be hurt by Jackie's comments, so he turns to Jack, uh, Teresa, and he's like, Teresa, <laughs> you got any comments? Teresa's like, no comment. That's it. I mean. Camille. I mean. I have a little game for you. Hit me. Well, first, you could tell me, first, you could tell me your thoughts, of course, okay. on what went down, but secondly, here's the game. I want you to cast... The Real Housewives of New Jersey in <laughs> Sex and the City. And it's tough because there's only, you know, four main cast members in Sex and the City. So some people will have to be excluded. But I have already cast mine. Tell me who's okay. in your cast. And also you can let me know your thoughts on, well, like, on what I went mean, down. Obviously, like I said, beyond shocked that she tried to say that Melissa was the carry. Good night. No, sorry. No, absolutely not. You're just wrong. There's no <laughs> world where that's the case. Um, not that I think Teresa's very carry like necessarily. She's really not. She's not. But but to call Melissa the leader of the group. That's incorrect. Is batshit. Right. It is batshit crazy. Um, also, like... It was it was so snarky because she literally was like, I don't think there's any Charlotte and just cast her friends, like just cast Melissa and Margaret as part of the Sex and the City girls, which right. is, you know, it's, just, it's obviously kind of a tactic in my opinion. Oh, I mean, Jackie was being yeah. passive aggressive 100%. the entire yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She meant for it to sting. Um, okay. To cast Sex and the City. Yikes. This is okay. This is intense. Um, I guess I would say that Samantha would be like, okay, like low budget, like <laughs> Costco brand Samantha is Danielle Staub. Oh, I hate that because I love Samantha. I know. I love Samantha too. I could but never like, do that to Samantha. I just don't think, well, maybe Margaret. Samantha has so much integrity. Exactly. Okay. Maybe Margaret. You know, Margaret's got spunk like Samantha. They're both okay, blondes. so then so then brand name Samantha is Margaret and Costco brand is Danielle. Hey, I like Costco. 
Don't denigrate Costco. Well, you know, like a like I'm trying to say like a like a. I'm like you I would know what s- I mean. No, I know, but I you know I like me some <laughs> Costco. That's all I'm saying. Dollar store, whatever. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, dollar anyway, store, dollar store brand. I love Costco. Don't get me wrong. I'm even Costco. calling Daniel Stab dollar. I know, store honestly, brand. it's like it's it's literally like garage sale <laughs> brand. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, God, it is hard because they really just aren't at all like these I ladies. Know. Well, whatever. Just pick um, it. I guess I would say. Dolores would be a sh- Charlotte Miranda hybrid because I feel like she's kind of the voice of reason and can kind of be. Okay, you know what's funny? Yeah, I also have Dolores as Charlotte. But I don't... And I thought that was I thought that was like maybe the controversial pick. Oh, okay. But here's I my just argument can't for pick it. Anyone else? No, I know, but I think you're onto something because my reasoning for it is that Dolores is kind of conservative. True. She's got those old school family values, just like Charlotte York. You know what? Listening to you say that, I just changed my mind because I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? Okay. (laughs) All right. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to say Melissa is Charlotte because she's very prim and proper. She is Little Miss Perfect, so I agree with Dolores on that. I'm going to say Dolores is Miranda, even though I don't think that that's like the most accurate I'm going to say Teresa's Mario Cantone. <laughs> Just kidding. She's she's Carrie, obviously. Um, and yeah, and then that's all four of them. I'm trying to think if I could think of like someone else they could be, but I really can't. Maybe someone could be Stanford, like maybe Jackie Stanford. No, is there a Jackie, Mr. Big? honestly. Andy is Mr. Big. Sure. Yeah. Jackie honestly is Mario Cantone, especially is if she? Melissa if Melissa is Charlotte, Jackie's Mario Cantone. She's like she's like quick-witted, she's like pretty like blunt. And obviously uh, obviously And obviously they're friends. Friends, they're yeah. buddies. So I'll give that. That's my casting. And Jennifer, right. you're going to be in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll find a role we'll for you. We'll find someone for you. I actually mostly agree with Jackie's casting. Okay. Other than the casting of Charlotte because she just didn't do it. And I have Dolores as my Charlotte. And I agree, Melissa's Carrie. What? Yeah. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> because I'm trying to base it more on the character than any sort of like hierarchy. Because Teresa has zero Carrie qualities. No, she definitely doesn't, but Melissa a little more so because she's into fashion. She's opened up her own boutique. I guess so. She's got some Carrie elements. And then I have Jackie as Miranda. This is just a hard question. It's it's a very tough this one. It's hard, a tough one. Okay? But, you know, maybe I shouldn't so have even asked User, this. whoever you are, watcher who put this question in, like, <laughs> you guys, you just made, you opened up a can of worms. Yeah. But okay. also really good because you really lit that fire between Jackie and Teresa. <laughs> that reaction from Teresa was gold. Okay, now let's move into Teresa versus Jackie. This was epic. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, you all listening probably watched it. So we yeah. don't need to really go into a recap of their back and forth because I feel like we might as well just like read off of a transcript at that point. <laughs> it was so great. Every little detail. But... I don't know what in their back and forth like stood out to you. A lot a lot of shit was said. I mean, a lot was said. It was really intense. Honestly, this is what I'll say. 
And I think I already mentioned this to you before we talk before the podcast, but like, I think that there has never been on Jersey a more well-matched fight on a reunion because I think what Teresa may lack in like Jackie's like kind of sharpness and wit, she more than makes up for in like feistiness Mm -hmm. in like not willing to back down in like obviously being ready to stand, like ready to come at you. So like, I would say this is what I, this is my like, weird analogies like in Tekken you know how they or like any fighting game they have like little like they have a they have little bars that have like their strength like a muscle or like kicking or like speed or whatever I think Teresa's like brawn is like full and maybe her like wit is like less obviously whereas Jackie's brawn may be less but her wit is like at five so I feel like they're so evenly matched and it's like neither of them will back down Neither of them is going to, um, is going to like, you're on kind of both of their sides and, and they're just like, they're just going at it. And this is really, really amazing to watch because Teresa's obviously an OG, but I'm going to give a big kudos to Jackie for, for stepping up and keeping it going and holding her own against Teresa, who is known for fighting and coming back at you and like being you know reality and reunion gold so I I was just blown away by how wonderfully matched this was it really was like two titans going at it yeah I also I want to give us some props Uh. because we've been recapping this season of Ronge since the very first episode Mm -hmm. but back on the buttered pop podcast yeah of course, Hot and Bravo, we just launched this on the Buttered Pop Podcast Network, but the self-titled Buttered Pop Podcast used to host the mm-hmm. the Ron, weekly Ron's recaps, right? Yep. And in the very beginning of the season, Camille, you and I called that Jackie would be a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. Like, pretty much from day one. Uh-huh. And I don't think a lot of people were as quick to jump on that Really? Interesting. No, I don't think so. So I just want to give us some props because... You know, you may hate her, like, as a listener, like, y'all may hate her, and I get it, because she's going after mm-hmm. a beloved housewife, like, all-time beloved, yeah, yeah. like, any franchise. Right. If you ranked all of the housewives to ever go through any franchise, Teresa's probably mm-hmm. in the top five. 100%. And we, we're pro-Teresa. Yeah. But you have to appreciate a great competitor, a great housewife. Yeah, exactly. A great, a great cast member. If you bring it, it's just great for TV. Mm-hmm. And she was awesome. Um, let's parse out, though, some of what went down between Okay, them. okay. So first of all, what did you think of Teresa's claims that Jackie is a stalker? A picture has been circulating on the internet of Jackie at one of Teresa's book signings. And actually, we talked about this early on yeah. in, in one of our recaps. And Teresa weaponizes that and says, you know, you've been stalking me. You've been my biggest fan. And even (laughs) this was an interesting tidbit, if it's true. And Melissa kind of confirms it. Hmm. Um, She says that on the first day of filming, basically, Jackie was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. this This is like such an amazing moment. And I can't believe I'm standing here next to you and Melissa. Yeah. 
And Melissa says, yeah, I mean, and Jennifer was also yeah, yeah. really excited to be taping with us and to be hanging around us. So there was that, and then the stalking claims. And Jackie, of course, she categorically denies it. She says, obviously, I was there. I posted yeah. the picture myself on social media, but I wasn't a hardcore fan. I watched, but I wasn't a stalker, and I happened to be at the bookstore at the same time. Yeah. And there were four people online, as, yeah. as they said, four people online. So I decided to quickly go and get a photograph. What do you think, though? I think that she's obviously not a stalker, but I do think, I don't know, there, you don't just show up to a book signing, like, you don't just, it's not just like, you know, oh, I was at the mall and someone's signing a book, I feel like. I feel like there's probably some level of fandom in her, the same way, what was his name, Bobby, from that oh one season. Oh my gosh, like, how come Ronj keeps encountering this? Is New Jersey this small? Listeners, you tell us. Yeah, you tell us. You're in Jersey. Please let us know. Like, does everyone know everyone? Maybe. Maybe there's like three malls in Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just weird that they keep having people on the cast that were like hardcore fans because it doesn't seem like any other franchise encounters this issue. But I, but I will say, like, if if they're getting people in kind of the same area and and city, then they are probably kind of interacting at the same places. Like, I bet Teresa was at a mall that that they go to all the time. It just happened to be that they were there. I don't know. Whatever. And it's not like a New York City where there's yeah, millions exactly. and millions and millions of people. Exactly. Honestly, this to me was like... They're in Franklin Lakes, right? What's the population of Franklin Lakes? That's a question I could not tell I'm, you. I'm actually going to look it up Google right now. Google it. Research. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know. I just think that this is like a little bit of a something that she can use against her. I don't think she's actually a stalker. And... I don't think it's that weird that she went to a book signing. How many people? 11,000. Oh, wow. So not that many people. No. But then there's also like, because Melissa doesn't live in Franklin Lakes, right? Didn't she move her kids and like, didn't she get, she move everyone to a different like neighboring town? True. So. But we're not talking about like the population of Los Angeles. No, which absolutely is- not. I don't know. What do you think about it? As Jackie said, please, Miss Merriam Webster, please define a stalker for me. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's not a stalker, but I do think she was a fan. I think so too. And and I don't think she's denying it. Maybe she's like kind of massaging how much of a fan she was, but uh, you know. She's definitely down, downplaying her fandom. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And if you remember when we interviewed Jennifer for uh, on the Butter Pop podcast, she said that she was a fan of the show before. And she admits it even on the reunion. I feel right. like at this point it's such a it's such a big franchise that yeah, it's such it's such a big part of pop culture yeah, nowadays. It's, yeah, it's hard not to be fan. Like, you know, when before when it was like uh, a random like you know reality shows weren't that popular, then it's then it's different. But at this point, there's however many cities you know, and this is a this is one of the original cities to come to you know to to have a housewives. So. It's, it's kind of hard. It's unavoidable, in my opinion. Like, you're going to at least be aware of yeah, the Housewives. exactly. And in this case, it turns out they're mm-hmm. kind of fans. Yep. And honestly, it's not that unusual either for, for new people to be fans. Like, uh, Cameron Westcott on Dallas, she's a fan, and she's admit that. Right. And I feel like... 
I'm not like upset about it. I also think Erica. I wouldn't be upset yeah, about it either. Erica Jane, even though she doesn't really like openly admit it, she looks whenever she meets new people who are like housewives or even celebrities, she looks starstruck. So I'm gonna say that she's a fan too. Most famously, when she met Bethany Frankel, yeah, she was clearly starstruck. And again with uh, Denise Richards, that was a pretty starstrucky moment. You in can my tell, opinion. but. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's not a big deal if she is a huge fan or not. But Teresa knows that it would annoy her yeah. to just call her out on that. And this is what I mean by, you know, Teresa may not be like... She's oh, not going to have those quips like, yeah, yes, Miss Merriam-Webster, define stalker She for may me. misspeak or say a word wrong, but she's not afraid. She's going to come at you with some with something that's going to sting. She's going to have digs. She's not going to be afraid. She's or she's come just going to be relentless as yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. This is peak Teresa. This is peak Teresa. And it's fun to see it because I feel like we haven't seen this Teresa. In a long time. Right. Since it, she... It makes me so happy whenever this Teresa comes out. Yeah, the last two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like since she got out of prison. Yeah, she's had pretty mellow seasons. For the yep. most part, she hasn't had to yell at many people. So I think she wanted to keep it low-key. Yeah, and understandably. But now, right. you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. So good job, Jackie, for bringing the beast back out. We're so happy. I love it. Um, let's talk about a few other things that were said. Let's do it. Because Jackie also accuses Teresa of not really writing her book. Ooh. And this is in a another great back and forth. I mean, I feel like one day we can re- we could just do a rehearsal <laughs> of this episode and just like write out a transcript of it and like we could all play different parts. We'll get Eddie to play someone yeah. and, and you could be Teresa. But there were there were so many great back and forths. One of them included Teresa calling out Jackie for being like just a blogger. Like she says, <laughs> what, what does she say? She's like, you're a lawyer, but you're a blogger. But you're a blogger. You're a but lawyer, you're a blogger? but you're a blogger. <laughs> and I'm a New York Times bestselling exactly. author. You are just a blogger or something like that. And that's when Jackie is like, no, you actually didn't write a word of your book. <laughs> I've met your ghostwriter and you really didn't write it. And Teresa's like, want to bet? Want to bet? And that actually leads to the conclusion of the episode where it cuts right at Teresa grabbing Andy's note cards and like seemingly about to throw them. And um, yeah, what do you think about that accusation? Hey, it's not an accusation we haven't heard, at least in a similar way before, where... Shades you know, of yeah, shades Aviva of, and Carol. Well, that too. Oh. But also with Teresa specifically, um, you know, how how... In I don't know how many seasons ago, uh, they were they were accusing her of having a writer to write her blogs and to write her taglines and to write things that she said on the show and stuff. So it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Again, I would not be mad at her if she did have a ghostwriter because I feel like that's pretty standard. But it is like housewives like taboo, I guess, if you ever bring up the fact that someone has a ghostwriter. So I love that she took that low blow, but you know that <laughs> Teresa's gonna go right at you. And I know I wanna know, like I kinda want them to bet because I would like to know what Teresa's gonna like what is she gonna What are the terms of this yeah, bet? Yeah, what are the terms of this bet? <laughs> how is she gonna prove that she doesn't have a ghostwriter? Like I Yeah, how do you prove a negative? Right? 
It, it would be easier for Jackie to prove she met the ghost. Yeah, exactly. If she did. What if she has a picture at that book signing too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I went to that ghostwriter's book signing as well. <laughs> um, there were so many great yeah. little nuggets. And you know what's so- crazy is that this is the first episode of a three-part reunion. It's only going to get better. And we've already gotten this much. Or maybe not. I hope it gets better. Don't say that. If it gets better, um, then excuse wow. Excuse me, it's going to get better. It's got Frank Catania. Oh, right. Let's so, be frank. Let's be frank. Let's be frank. It's going to be great. I want to finish on what was arguably the most controversial jab, which was delivered by Teresa. Oh, jeez. You know oh, which, one yeah, which one I'm talking about. But before we get there, what did you think of Teresa's comment when she says, now you got to deal with me. And anybody that goes against me, do you see them in this room anymore? No. They're not here anymore. Well, that's just wrong because Melissa's sitting on the couch opposite her. Exactly. So, no. Uh, Can I quickly tie in a later th- piece of dialogue sure. to this? So later, Jackie says, I'm not on the Teresa show. And Teresa's like, yeah, you are on the Teresa show. She is. So you think she is? Uh, what show have you been watching all these years? <laughs> yes, more than any other housewife show. It's the Teresa it's show. It's the Teresa show. They her took a break life, when she went exactly, to prison. Exactly. Her life is so woven into the show. It's 100% hers. No question. What do you think of Jackie's line when she said, so if I make it back another season, then that means I win? No, it doesn't mean you win. It means you brought enough drama to make it to the second round. I mean, Melissa and her had drama for the longest time, and probably the only reason that she's still on the show is because they're siblings. Um, let's be real. And honestly, you're you're just fueling the Teresa machine more. Exactly, and that's what we need. So, for me, this cast needs to stay. It's a great cast. Uh, you can add a little, uh, but take away anything, I'll be pissed. I'll be so mad. Um the only it, brought, it brought the old Teresa back. It brought and the that's old crucial. Teresa back. That's all that really matters. It's kind of starting up this feud between Melissa and Teresa again, which I always love. Um, and we've got like a pretty, uh, you know, a whippersnapper, if you will, with Jackie. So I'm loving it. I'm honestly the only person that I would say get rid of. I don't really want anyone to go. Like normally I'm kind of like, you can, you can go, Melissa. But I think that she's important because I think that um, – that obviously she needs an, like Jackie needs an ally besides just Margaret. And also I think that it's kind of nice to have this potential Dolores Melissa drama as well. And um, so I feel like this dynamic is kind of perfect. They kind of found this really good rhythm and I, I cannot have them get rid of any of these ladies. And I like the strictly defined teams. Mm-hmm. Which could eventually lead to betrayal. Mm-hmm. I, I love like their their stark contrasts in identity mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think it just works really, really well right now. I agree. And and uh, one thing that's kind of really formed in the reunion because we we had like um, we had Dolores being obviously loyal to Teresa for a really long time, but. But she was also kind of unbiased in the way that she was kind of also on on Margaret's team and she didn't have a problem with Jackie. Um, 
But now it really seems like she's fully backing Teresa. 100% no questions asked. As Jackie said, I've never seen a bigger yes man. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really interesting. I don't think that when Danielle finally comes out, um, it's going to be like Dolores against Margaret for by any means. I think she's still okay with Margaret, but with Jackie and maybe Melissa, there's like some tension, which I think is really, really interesting. And I can't wait to see play out. Yeah, honestly, don't change a thing. There mm-hmm. is so much tension between yeah. all of these people. And I feel like there could even be potential for like tension within these two different teams mm-hmm. because I can't imagine Teresa and Jennifer staying cool with each other for yeah. that much longer because Jennifer can get pretty volatile. <laughs> and at some point she's going to annoy Teresa. If uh, Dolores doesn't stay loyal to Teresa or vice versa, that could blow up. Yeah, I feel like what's going to happen is like one of them is going to be like, you know what, I just want to put this all beside me and move forward. And then the other ones are going to be mad that that person is trying to like, you know, put things aside and move forward. So I feel like there's there's a lot that there's a there's a a lot of like there's a bunch of different directions this can go. Exactly. And so there's a lot to build on for the next season, which I'm really excited about. Because while we love these like teams being like very strictly defined mm-hmm. and these friendships and alliances having been formed, you don't want it to stay stale. But like we're saying, there's lots of potential for it to just go in like a bunch of different ways. Yeah. We don't want it to be stale. Right. Uh, let's finish on this. Hit me. Teresa got pretty messy there for a second. So, at one point, although somehow she got saved from this, (laughs) at one point she says to Jackie, did you eat today? Are you hungry? Because you look like you're hungry. And everyone is shocked because, as we know, Jackie had an an eating disorder. And that doesn't just go away. It's a constant battle. It's Mm -hmm. a constant struggle. And Andy uh, talked to her about it in this part one. And she even said she sees a nutritionist every other month. It's a it's a constant battle. So for Teresa to say that was pretty mm-hmm. fucked up. Now she got saved by the bell because Jennifer and Andy jump to her defense and they say that no, she means to say, Are you thirsty? Which is actually a great save, if you think about oh, it's it. It's such a good save. Because it does fit really well contextually. Yeah. You can kind of see where I'm going with this because I don't really buy it. (laughs) It seems way too convenient that she references something that has been talked about only 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, right. Or whatever. I mean, in the same day. Obviously, this is edited down. But like they were talking about it earlier in the reunion, uh, Jackie's Mm -hmm. eating disorder. And then Teresa tries to use that as an insult um, after Jackie was trying to say that Teresa's illiterate. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I think. I think she was trying to go with the ultimate low blow. I hope not. So, I don't know. I think there's Teresa bias in me, of course. But I wouldn't be surprised if Teresa did mean to say thirsty and just said hungry instead. Well, she meant to say hungry, but... She could have confused the idiom. Yeah, or like could have meant fame hungry kind of thing. Right. It obviously looks really bad and it 
it's very possible that it wasn't it was intentional. I don't think Teresa would go that low. I want I want to believe that uh, that Teresa wouldn't go that low to be like making fun of someone's eating disorder. But I do think she meant like fame hungry and it just kind of looked like it just came out obviously contextually wrong because of what we went through before. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on that side of the couch for this one. Does Teresa have no compassion? In it? <laughs> come on. Come on. No, but see, that's, that's kind of a indicator that Teresa wasn't trying to be malicious because. Right. Yeah, Teresa flubs all the time. Yeah. Which is understandable. They have like these bright lights on them. Yeah. And, and there's I mean, a lot of talking, pressure to perform. Of course. Yeah, they're talking for like eight hours, yes. I want to say, right? Yes. It's a long... Long day. It's a long day, yeah. And and it's not like Teresa, when she's doing, you know, in other situations when she's filming, doesn't say the wrong thing. I think that's part of her charm. That's like what we yeah. like about her is like, quink-a-dink or whatever, like says something <laughs> weird, you know? Like, she's not like the... She she has these little like phrases and sayings and things like that that she kind of has her own way of speaking. Right. So, to me, if it was anyone else, I would maybe think that it was like a malicious kind of intentional dig. Right. But I think that it. I don't think she meant that, and that's why I think that Andy was like, "Did you really just say that?" And and Jennifer jumped in to to kind of clear things up because I don't think that she meant it that way. All right, I think don't at I, me. I think you have me convinced. She probably <laughs> didn't. Although some part of me still hey, look, thinks that she was influenced is, by it. Anything in some is possible, way. but I, I am loyal. I'm like the Lord. <laughs> it's also just Teresa, heat of the moment. Hey, this is this is melee. Like no rules. I mean, Jackie was saying some really fucked up things about Teresa as well. Exactly. They were going back. What and is forth. melee? I don't even know if that's. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. So <laughs> maybe I am Teresa. <laughs> but I now that I think about it, it fits really well that she's trying to mm-hmm. say you're thirsty. Yeah, like you're just thirsty. Or I think fame hungry is what she meant to say. That's really what. It's I like think. a combo though. Sure. Because being fame hungry is also being thirsty. That's true. And. Remember, it's just coming back to me because remember Teresa was saying either earlier or later the whole thing like, oh, yeah, like, see, you're you're coming after me. Mm-hmm. I think she said, actually, you're gunning for me. You're oh, gunning for me. You're yeah, gunning for uh-huh. me. And so that kind of would inform the statement of you're thirsty. Right. Because totally. if you're gunning for someone, if you're trying to maybe overtake them mm-hmm. in the hierarchy, you're thirsty, right? Yeah, yeah. I could see that logic. It, yeah. You know, if you put it all into context, I think you could kind of make arguments on either side. Obviously, sure. they talked about her eating disorder earlier, but also Teresa has it in her head mm-hmm. that Jackie is this person who has been obsessed with her for 10 years, mm-hmm. has been watching the show. The first day of filming was saying, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe yeah. I'm standing next to Teresa Judice and Melissa Gorga. Yeah. And now she thinks that she's trying to, you know, use her spot on the show to come after Teresa and, and take over her spot gun after her which let's so just be that clear thirsty that will statement never happen. would make sense yeah absolutely of course it, it can never happen Teresa you're an icon you can't come in season nine no and overtake an OG in mm-hmm. popularity mm-hmm. it's basically impossible no. like the OG would have to be Vicky Gunnelson <laughs> <laughs> and on you that can, note you can come in late and be as popular if you're Dorinda 
People love Dorinda. But you will maybe not ever be better than an OG. You can't. You simply can't. It's reserved for Dorinda only. Clip! Clip! <laughs> How you doing? Not well, bitch. <laughs> I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. <laughs> all right, Camille. I think we covered it all in part one. I, I can't wait until part I'm two. I'm counting the seconds until part two. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, for our recap of part two. And if you want to listen uh, to us talk more New Jersey, check out our Patreon. Oh, yeah. At patreon.com Bring backslash. It all the way back to season one. Season one. Hot and bravo. That's patreon.com backslash hot. N, so H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. We are recapping season one, episode to episode. So like we said, we saw some vintage Teresa in this reunion. Yeah. If you want to hear us talk about strictly vintage Teresa, <laughs> go check out our Patreon. Yeah. For only $2 a month, you get this whole catalog of exclusive podcasts. Plus, we're going to be doing a monthly live interactive chat with Patreon supporters only. Eddie's going to be on that. Uh, I'm going to be on it probably. Camille may be on it. We'll see. I might be busy. She might be busy. Camille's always busy. (laughs) I'm never busy. I just want to (laughs) watch. You're never too busy for Ronge. Never too busy for Ronge. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Everyone, once again, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you join us next week. Bye.